88.9 The Bridge. I am Sophie Prock, and I'm here with Lisa Andrel, a candidate in the running for Mercer Island's City Council. Lisa is running for position number six. She has been living on Mercer Island for more than 20 years. Lisa is running for re-election as she has been on the Mercer Island City Council since December. Lisa, I'm so very excited to get started. How are you doing today? Thanks, Sophie. I'm fine. How are you? I'm great. I'm great. All right, so I will get started off with our first question. When you look at what lies ahead for Mercer Island, what attributes do you have that make you qualified to lead our city into the future? Thanks for that question. Um, when I look ahead, I see challenges and opportunities. And I think some of the attributes that I have um, that qualify me are the fact that I've been doing the job for three years, so there's no learning curve. These are really complex issues, and just the first year on council, just you barely get a rudimentary understanding of the finances and all of the city operations from water and sewer to streets to you know the various litigations that we're engaged in. Um, so knowing what's going on and not having to start over, I think is a great attribute. And I feel like I've been successful. I've worked really well collaboratively and cooperatively with my fellow council members. So I remain com I'm confident that whoever is new on the council um, will be, you know, will be able to integrate them and work well with them as well. And um, the fact that I have practiced law for 35 years, I think is also a skill. I am able to read and analyze things quickly. I can take a kind of a dispassionate view of issues until all the data is in. And um, I bring my, my litigation and negotiations expertise to various um, disputes and contract negotiations and issues that face the city. Having that background in law especially is probably really important for your job too. And also, you know, they always say practice makes perfect. So yeah, <laughs> that's great. What would you do as a council member to ensure that schools on Mercer Island continue to thrive? Um, well, as you know, um, the city and the school district are kind of in their separate swim lanes. Um, mm -hmm. So one thing I would do is make sure I study the candidates for the school board and vote wisely for a good, good school board. Um, we work cooperatively and collaboratively with the schools. We continued, I think we fund, the city funds, I think 90% of the mental health counselors who are in one each in each of the uh, grade schools and middle school and the high school. Mm -hmm. And of course that's non-negotiable. We will continue to fund those resources, which we've told the entire community values, even if you don't have children in school, mm -hmm. we, we want our children <laughs> to be healthy yeah. mentally and physically. So um, to have that resource there at the school is a high priority for me. And I have always voted to fund the counselors um, mm -hmm. that, and, you know, just support, the community. I think as long as we are a wonderful place to live and a safe place to live, um, our schools will thrive because people, good people will move to the island to send their children to school. Yeah. And, you know, funding on the schools is dependent on enrollment numbers. And so as long as we can keep our schools full by keeping the island a desirable place to live, I think that's maybe where the city council has the most important role. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I completely agree. And I think something that's really important to me specifically is mental health. And I've always felt that I'm valued at school and I have a place to go when needed. So that's that's really important to me. And I appreciate that you value that. Mm -hmm. That's so great to hear because I don't have children in school. And, and so I only do hear, you know, secondhand stories. But right. um, thank you for sharing that. Yeah. 
What would be your approach if a fellow council member or someone in the community has differing opinions from you? Well, luckily, I have a lot of experience with this. Um, <laughs> no, not luckily, but you know, we we do have plenty of we have a lot of seven to nothing votes on the council. You know, to get stuff done. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of our budget decisions are seven to nothing. Most of our capital improvement plans are seven to nothing. You know, let's spend money to repave the shoulders on East Mercer Way, which are failing. You know, let's let's do these residential streets. Let's buy a new snowplow. Um, those are, you know, really the city staff supports those with good data and we all vote in agreement on those. But we don't, we also have six to one votes and we have four to three votes where sometimes I'm on the three end and sometimes I'm on the four end. And I've met people in the community who don't always agree with me. I think the thing to do there is to just listen first and foremost, rather mm -hmm. than to try to convince someone of your viewpoint before you even understand their viewpoint. Yeah. Because you can make a great argument for why you're right, but if you're not addressing the things they care about and why they think they're right, then you've wasted your time. So I think to start by listening is the most important thing. And I, I like to think that I do that in my council decision making. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Listening is really, really important. And I myself have had a lot of friends and even family members who have differing opinions from me. And I completely agree with you. I think listening is the best way to actually begin to have a conversation that's important on issues like those. Mm -hmm. And it's hard because, you know, I'm an extrovert and I like to talk and that's <laughs> how I usually approach a situation is like, hey, here I am, listen to me. But, mm -hmm. um, but so I make a conscious effort to, you know, to step back. Right. Yeah. So the light rail station on Mercer Island is scheduled to go into operation in 2023. What should the city be doing now to address anticipated changes this will bring to our community? Well, I think the city is doing um, what it needs to do in the sense that we have, um, I mean, how, how do I best say this? So the anticipated changes that the light rail will bring, obviously there'll be great convenience for Mercer Island residents, um, assuming they can find spot in the park and ride <laughs> but um, so you know we need to we are studying parking options um, there but there's also the potential for a lot of um, I want to say negative interaction between pedestrians and cars and bicycles mm -hmm. because of the increased congestion there is also um, the potential for uh, as access to the island becomes easier and uh, people who don't have ties to the community can access the community. It, it may be that um, there is potential for an uptick in crime. I don't know. I've read studies and heard that documented statistics that um, crime does tend to increase around uh, transit stations like this. So it's definitely a concern. We have um, authorized additional police officers should we need to do that. We are negotiating with and actually litigating with Sound Transit in order to hold Sound Transit to the promises it made in terms of the degree of traffic it will have there. So to keep the bus congestion down to a minimum so that uh, residents in their cars can pass through the North Mercer Way area, which is mm -hmm. a critical arterial by the um, park and ride. And also that so that the drop offs and pickups between the bus and the light rail are safe so that people aren't encouraged to jaywalk or, you know, to, to 
catch a train, um, you know, so that that and that that the bicycles have a safe path through there too, because they're they're that's the arterial for them as well. And so the city's looking at all of those things. Um, mm -hmm. So you know, crime prevention, um, traffic safety, traffic volumes, and um, I hope it all. I hope the litigation we don't have any you know real control over, but um, I'm optimistic that uh, we'll reach a solution that that provides the maximum benefit of transit to the island with the minimum of negative impact. Mm -hmm. I think safety is a really big thing also. I'm, I'm glad that you're really addressing that and making sure that that's a top priority. I appreciate that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Residents keep talking about wanting more retail, restaurant, and entertainment options on Mercer Island. Is that something that's possible? And what would you do to help make it happen? Um, I think it is possible. I mean, you see areas like um, the Boyd Collection, which is you know where the Lafette Pastry Shop and Barrels mm -hmm. Wine Shop. That little um, area is just super vibrant, and of course, yeah. as is the area with the Starbucks and and the the Chicks Shoes. Uh, great, just single story commercial um, is still really really desirable in the town center, and. Um, as the town center continues to grow, we as council are working right now on uh, looking at the building codes and the zoning codes in the town center to encourage, uh, well, to require that the same amount of retail that's there now be maintained and to incentivize creation of additional retail so that there are spots for um, small restaurants or gift shops or others to go into. Mm -hmm. And right now, the um, the town center code does not require that in all areas. So, for example, where Island Books is, if that development were to, if that uh, commercial center were to be torn down, right now it could be rebuilt without any retail at all. It could be rebuilt as 100% residential. And we're trying to work to preserve that retail that's there and require that uh, so that there are, there is a space for a place like Terabella or, you know, um, like experience Paris and uh, mm -hmm. all the you know the great little stores that we we all patronize here. Yeah, I love I love going to those stores, especially Island Books. I've been going there since I was young. That's wonderful. I'm I'm really excited to see what's to come. All right, thanks for listening to KMIH. Tune in later for more interviews with Mercer Island City Council candidates.